This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Third and four. Jackson keeps it himself up the middle. He's got room. Lamar Jackson. Open field. Inside the 20. He is in. Lamar, spectacular touchdown, Baltimore. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Lamar Jackson in for the score. There's been a lot of those past couple years. Welcome back. BetQL Daily. Joe O, Joe G on the BetQL Network. You know, Joe, we talked some football yesterday, AFC East, and, and breaking down the division and futures and what this thing's looking like. The AFC North is a great division to look at. And one that if you look right now, you you find that other than the NFC West, there's no right. division that you get more plus money on on the favorite in the division. That's Baltimore. You can get them at plus one fifteen. It just shows you that there's there's a toss up here for the first time in a while, but not between Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Now Cleveland as the team right there with them. The NFC West may be the strongest division top to bottom, but uh, the AFC North has the widest range of outcomes because we can make so many different cases for all four teams. I, I think it's the funnest division, top to bottom. Like every team, e- even when you look at the lowly Bengals, like there's reason for some optimism around that team, and it's all about keeping the quarterback healthy. You're right, Baltimore-Cleveland at the top, and the win totals reflect that. Both of them, with the uh, extra game this season, win total 10.5, juice to the over uh, with the Ravens. 10.5, Baltimore and Cleveland. Pittsburgh goes 12 and four. It's an eight and a half win total. Eight and a half. Cincinnati is six and a half after going four, 11 and one a season ago. The first thing that jumps out to me, let's start with Baltimore here. I feel like it's almost as if last year threw everyone off on how good they have been the last couple of years. A couple of years ago, they were the best team in the AFC regular season. We know what happened. They, they choked away that playoff game to the Titans last year. They have that struggle. I mean, a significant struggle throughout the middle of the season. And then they were the hottest team in the NFL heading into the playoffs, won a playoff game. Uh, they had some weird luck in that playoff game in Buffalo. They, they played terribly. The wind was a problem. Lamar was fumbling over the place. I like them. I, I love Harbaugh as a coach, Joe. And, and I think Lamar Jackson, everyone, we all harp on what he doesn't do. Can he throw outside the numbers? They got him Sammy Watkins this year. Here's the bottom line. I think they're, are they 37 and nine? So he took over as a starting quarterback. I mean, it's, it's remarkable. All they do is win with Lamar Jackson. Now, will they win a Super Bowl? That's a discussion that we, we can have. But as far as winning games and getting over the number here, I like them over 10 and a half. Uh, when we get to NFL futures, that's a team that I always consider. And last year, you're right, before their run and the schedule was lightening up a little bit, that's a team that you had to look at with some value because why? There, there's stability there. First off, you're going to have a strong defense most years. You're going to have great coaching, as you mentioned, with Harbaugh. And uh, they'll build around Lamar Jackson like they did when he was the MVP. Uh, but the uh, the outlook of the season depends on him. Is he going to be closer to what he was two years ago? 
or what he was last year. And you're right. The media stuff just gets out of control. Every time he misses a wide receiver, he can't be a quarterback, can't be a quarterback. That narrative starts get, getting out there and and the noise gets louder and louder. But um, it's all about the Lamar Jackson bounce back after Defenses had that offseason of preparing for him. How are they going to attack him? We saw him come back to the pack. Can he be that top 10 level? He can take over some games, and there's going to be a number of them where it's just a Lamar Jackson game, and he ran wild, goes for 200 rushing yards. We're going to have a a handful of those, but um, that's going to be the most fascinating part. You have a high floor with the Ravens. That's something you're going to get out of this team every single year. Joe, do you worry at all as his career goes on, uh, just kind of playing with fire with the running quarterback getting hurt and missing time? He's been remarkably durable. He had the, I think he missed the game with COVID last year, but for the most part, he has not gotten hurt. Mike Vick, I, I, I've been calling Lamar everything Mike Vick was supposed to be. Like, this is what he was supposed to be. It didn't work out for most of Mike's career. But Mike Vick started having injury issues. He broke his wrist. He started getting banged up. He wasn't the same guy. I just, that's my only trepidation with their number and their future is. Is he going to play 17 running as much as he does? It it just feels like with adding an extra game to all these mobile quarterbacks, especially ones that run like Lamar, you're just adding hits and they, they take a toll. And what we've seen from some coaches in recent seasons, they may have them be the mobile quarterback, add that extra element to the offense early on in their, in their career. Like, okay, we've got a real talent here. We've got it. We can't waste any seasons. If he goes down to a serious injury, we're wasting one, possibly two seasons if it's a catastrophic one. So I, we do see coaches that dial it back. Like, okay, let's not run it as much. Let's be more conservative but are you wasting a year if you end up doing that? So it, it's a tough pickle some teams are in. I, I think Lamar's going to bounce back. I'm not saying MVP level, but uh, he's certainly going to be a top 10 quarterback this season. Joe, when you look at the Super Bowl futures here, you, you can find the Browns at plus 1,600. I mean, I, I don't know the last time the Browns were this high. Probably not in my lifetime. It's been a long time since they've been this high, this highly touted. And when you look at that roster from top to bottom, there's a darn good reason for it. They're really good. They are a really good team. The one thing that is interesting, though, is we are betting on potential more than we are betting on what actually happened last year. They did win a playoff game. They had to give the Chiefs a little fight there in that playoff game. But their point differential last year did not point to a team that is ready to win 12 or 13 games. It pointed to a team that was more 500-ish, and they happened to win more of those games. They put Baker Mayfield in a position to succeed. That's what the great ones do. And that's why Stefanski was the coach of the year. Talked about that last year on BetQL before the season started. And he earned every bit of that. They said, let's build around him. Let's let's not put it all on the quarterback. We selected number one overall. So let's have a great offensive line. Our offense is going to start with the run. And we've got to limit the turnovers. And the interceptions for Mayfield go from 21 down to eight. Great run game, some more uh, options on the outside, offensive line. We're going to protect him, and that's how they won. And is Stefanski going to carry it over to another season? But that one-two punch between Chubb and Hunt was something fierce, intimidating a lot of opponents last year. It's like OBJ, yeah, big name. People like to talk about him. Didn't matter. Didn't matter that he was not better without him. They were better yeah. without him. Yeah, got hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, but yeah, like when you see the Browns pop and they go 11 and five with their rookie head coach, 
It's Cleveland. Are you really going to believe that they can do it again? And you're putting your faith in Baker Mayfield. You're going to have another season of a sub double digit turnovers. That's the big thing. Yeah, I, I worry about them in, in the in the over-under. Like I, I don't think they're gonna be bad. I don't think they're gonna regress significantly, but it will not yeah. shock me if they go ten and seven. And that and that and the line is right there. It's ten and a half. Um and it 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 tells you that there's a good chance they're a good team, but it also I think that line is right where it should be. Eleven and a half, I wouldn't touch it. Ten and a half, it's it's exactly where you're gonna get action both ways. I think those top two numbers were pretty good. Now, I, I think where there's some opportunity to make some money, it's on the bottom of the division, past those top two teams. Well, all right, so let's start with the Steelers. They have never had a losing record under Mike Tomlin, and the number tells you right now this is a losing team. Eight and a half in a 17-game season. That means eight and nine, Joe, if they if they go under that. Um, I don't like where this team's going. I think Big Ben is cooked. I think <laughs> at some point, every great coach has that tough year, and this could be the one for Tomlin. And, I mean, look, Dwayne Haskins is sitting behind him. It's not like they have a, a, an actual backup plan. I think the Steelers are in trouble, and I, I would not be surprised at all if they finished in fourth place in this division. Ooh, I wouldn't be either. I'll be betting on that. That's a prop that you can bet on. Uh, I can't wait to see what the number is. But, yeah, eight and a half, to telling you, third best team in the division. Juice to the under, by the way. People are all over that. And I agree. How is this team 11-0, Joe G? You watch them every week. You're like, they can't even catch a pass. Ben can't move. They can't run the ball. How are they 11-0? But that's exactly how it started. And uh, the way it finished over the last month, month and a half, I think it's going to carry over into 2021. They start 11-0. They end up 12-4 uh, and on the season. They lose Bud Dupree. Marquise Pouncey retires. They lose two offensive tackles. Uh, it, it's going to be a rough one. I agree. This is a last place team. And then, okay, how do we fix the offense? We have no offensive line. What do we do? And we're losing players off that god-awful offensive line. Let's draft a running back in the first round. Come on. Come on. I know Tomlin said we got to fix the run game, and that's where it starts. That's not going to fix it. That's, you still don't have a line. And they don't have a plan moving forward. That, that's what really seems to be the problem. They, I, no. I know they're the Steelers, and we always say, well, the Steelers will figure it out because they're the Steelers. Well, I, all right. I guess that's going to take them through because the plan I'm seeing on the field, it's not there. And, Joe – at this moment, right now, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. For the next couple of years, I'd rather be a Bengals fan than a Steelers fan. They have a future at the quarterback position. They have Joe Burrow. Now, the Bengals are interesting this year, Joe, because this is the year usually the second-year quarterback pops, and Joe Burrow could and should pop. But as someone who watched a quarterback tear his knee up in Philadelphia, and I'm watching these reports that Joe Burrow wants to come back for week one, I, I, I'm screaming from the East Coast, sounding the alarm, saying, hey, take it easy, Joe Burrow. There's no reason yeah. to rush him back. There's no reason at all to come back for this year. They're not making the playoffs anyway. I mean, they're not going to have that kind of year. I, I I like where the Bengals are going. I think Burrow has a ton of weapons. Now Jamar Chase to work with. But I just worry about him off the knee if he's ready to pop from week one. Sure. And if I knew that Joe Burrow was 100% that he was ready to go, I'd be in on the over six and a half. But you're not sure about the, the biggest question until you see him on the field. So that might be tough to bet. Uh, the debate all offseason, what were they going to do in the draft? There was an assumption that once they got that high draft pick that, oh, well, you have your franchise quarterback. Go get the offensive tackle is going to be there for the next decade. No, Sewell falls to the Lions. And the Bengals listen to their QB, get him his buddy out of LSU. 
I, I think they ended up making the right call. You're going to need both. You're going to need both. You, of course, you want that stud offensive tackle uh, for your quarterback's blind side. So, so he's uh, secure there. But uh, Burrow wanted Jamar Chase. I don't think that was a bad pick. By far the best receiver in the game. We've seen uh, the, the way offensives have gone in the NFL of late. Like You need those top wide receivers. There was a time when you didn't have to have an elite wide receiver to win. Uh, look at the Tampa Bay Bucks and all the options that they had on the outside. With Burrow, early last year, they beat Jacksonville. They beat Tennessee. Uh, we had that tie against Philadelphia. Close against the Chargers. Colts and Browns, those are all three, four-point games. So if he's there, if he's ready to go, I'd love the over six and a half. I'm worried, though, that he's not ready and he's not himself. Right. Here's what I would do with Cincinnati. Watch them. As the year goes on, everyone's going to forget about them. They might they might turn into big underdogs in some of these games if they struggle out of the gate. Then I would jump on them because there's there's some talent there. You know, Burrow could throw it, and I, I'm with you on Jamar Chase. He is a Comeback he, player of the year, Burrow? Comeback player of the year? I like that one. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Come back player of the year, Joe Burrow. I like that, and I, I like the Bengals moving forward in the AFC North. Right now, though, the division still belongs to the Ravens. On the other side, we'll line them up. NBA playoffs tonight, two gigantic game sixes. We'll discuss them. You listen to BetQL Daily, Joe O and Joe G on the BetQL Network.